1: Old school with DP and J on 93.7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.
2: Uh From the text line, folks are busy. Um, we'll get to those. Texas Jeremy, Bill and Bennett. We'll get to you. Aaron. Aaron finally got it. He got up to Mary Ellen's. He's giving it a shout out. Yes. We will not lie to you about soul food. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not co-signing bad soul yeah. food, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. We
1: are. We are. We we are uh, Mary Ellen's connoisseurs. My brother. You know. We we will. Uh, we will definitely do the taste test for you.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Would, 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 would everything. Cat, Cat Williams say it? everything? Yes.
1: Yeah. Everything. <laughs> yeah.
2: On there. Um. Yeah. When when the when the hatchet falls. I, I've said a hundred times. I never root for a coach to do poorly. I always root for a coach to do better. Um and so when a coach gets fired, um I've never I can only think of once that I celebrated a coach getting fired. And Jay, it's a dude that you know in a town you used to play at. Um <laughs> so <laughs> when that dude left, and he wasn't fired, but when they decided to go in a different direction, I celebrated. Um, the Atlanta Hawks terminate the contract with Nate McMillan. Jay, what is, what's your initial reaction? What's your gut reaction to that? Uh,
1: well, I, I'm a fan of Nate McMillan. I think he's a really good coach. Um, and always has been. I think that he really got passed over in Portland, uh, and did really good job down there in Atlanta. I think he was an interim coach and I would say they reluctantly, uh, you know, made him a full-time coach. And, you know, I think when the team doesn't meet expectations, I think that's what happens. They look for a scapegoat. And, you know, they, they made a big trade in the offseason and brought in Murray, uh, uh, Deontay Murray uh, from San Antonio, it, to, to pair him with Trey Young. And it just seems that it hasn't me- it meshed, you know, and it hadn't led led to the most important thing, which is wins. They made some really good moves in the past, um, but they are, but they're in the East, and they really seem like they're just kind of stuck in the sense of they're not making any progress. You know, in, in their division isn't really that hard because you got the, you know, you got the Hornets who kind of are a mess, and you got the, you know, the Wizards who actually are playing pretty well.
2: Orlando, which isn't good. Orlando, You're, they're three so games like, behind Miami for first place in the division,
1: right? Which isn't that <laughs> bad, but but when you think about it. Do you think Miami is really threatened by, um, you know, Atlanta? They are sitting in the A A spot right now. Uh, They're twenty nine and thirty, so right about at fifteen. They're thirteen games out of first place, which you can't compare them to the to the you know obviously the Celtics. Um, They're three games behind Miami. Um, You know, they're pretty much four and a half games. You know, behind the Knicks, and and even you know more than that behind the, the Brooklyn Nets. You would like to think. They'd be able to make up some ground, but when you look at the way that they've played, they've been extremely inconsistent. Uh, they ended the the you know the, before the break they ended on a two game losing streak, uh, four or six of the last ten. And one thing they aren't doing is they aren't defending, and so um, and they're really not scoring at a at a serious enough clip because they're they're right at one sixteen and one sixteen scoring and, and giving up. So that lets you know they're just an average team all around, and so they. they They're trying to assume they are getting the spark. They're in the playoffs. And, you know, they think, you know, and I think they cited that. I'm reading right here. They said that, you know, they needed another voice. Well, you know, a lot of those voices that they need.
2: Are inside the the locker room. Are inside the (laughs) locker room, right?
1: So those are the guys that you need to, you know, talk to themselves or talk amongst each other. Because you got to think, you got one of the best new age centers and clint capella rim protector rim runner um shot blocker mm-hmm. right got him in a, in a trade from houston essentially for a bag of peanuts and a couple sticks of gum yep. you got the new age power forward and john collins who is kind of like your pick and roll a la blake griffin right mm-hmm. good defender so there you go you got those two guys your backup guard is aaron holiday you got him on the cheap mm-hmm. you got deandre hunter who is your new modern day six eight Guard one through four small forward right so you got them and then you got deontay murray and trey young uh-huh. that's a pretty good starting five and they got uh uh my man right here i call him b double by ba- by john mm-hmm. uh the shooting guard that he got from i think the utah jazz Bogo! Uh, and, and uh and and he's a sharpshooter so he's the guy when you're driving and kicking he can knock it down plus they got a host of a lot of younger younger players and so They haven't met expectations, but the expectations aren't because of Nate McMillan. Nate McMillan's a coach that he's going to be demanding. He's going to make you want to – he's going to make you guys play as a team. And I think when it's not working and you have two unique personalities of Trey Young and Deontay Murray, um, both kind of are jockeying for who's the alpha, who's the leader of the team – you know, it, it, it seems that then, then the easiest way is to point to the coach. And so, the, you know, they got their assistant coach coming in and uh, we're going to see what, how it works. I, I I wouldn't have done it until the off season because I think that the number one guy that they're talking about getting is your boy from the Utah Jazz is Quinn Snyder down there in Atlanta. That's their number one target right now, which you could get Quinn Snyder at the they end of the season. They don't want
2: Quinn and Buckhead, man. You don't understand. Yeah, well, that's... that's <laughs>
1: Buckhead, Utah, or Salt Lake City, it doesn't matter. It it's uh you know it's gonna be interesting to see how it all works out because
2: oh.
1: it's it's I mean when you look at this team here, it, it, it just comes down to defense. It's just defense. They don't defend.
2: Yeah, they're you good two, offensively. They're really yeah, got, good offensively.
1: You you got Trey Young averaging twenty seven points and, and ten assists. Right. You got Deontay Murray, twenty points. You got DeAndre Hunter, sixteen points. B double, he's averaging 15. Collins is averaging 13. Clint Capella is averaging 12. That's six guys averaging double figures and two guys that are averaging nine off the bench and another seven. So it's not about scoring, it's about defense. And so a defense, defense is, we've seen it with Fred Horberg and you see it in the NBA. They don't need to play, like they're not going to play 90s type of defense. You need to play adequate defense. I think it just comes down to effort because Nate, Nate McMillan is teams have always been able to play defense that's what really put atlanta on the map when they got clint capella he could hide the deficiencies of of trey young they got a bigger guard and then they got a a whole bunch of threes and fours that could switch to hide trey young because he's a little smaller i think it's more of an attitude and a want to and that that famous word or two words which is called buy in
2: It's to me. It's when you hear those words put together. They need this team needs a new voice. Nothing in in sports makes my stomach turn, like hearing a coach has a the team needs a new voice because it means you have players that don't listen. You have hard headed players, and it doesn't matter who the voice is if you have hard headed players. Like is that is that not fair that. A coach isn't going to come in. There's no magic vocabulary that a coach is going to have to get no. this Atlanta Hawks team to play defense. It's just not going to happen.
1: No, and it's and and the problem with it in the NBA with the way that they spread the court, you could have three guys out there wanting to play defense. If you just have one that doesn't want to play defense, your whole defense is done.
2: And it's your gun.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, well, it, well. The thing is, you you have a unique personality in Murray who I think got a bad rap coming out of uh, San Antonio, Um, which, you know, obviously San Antonio, they play a lot of mind games and all that type of stuff. So he was able to battle through there and continue to get better. But now you're down there with Trey Young, who's already a deficiency on defense by size alone. He gets caught in a bad switch. It's a layup or foul on him. Mm -hmm. You want to do any, and he'll get worn down. But I think ultimately the roles haven't been defined you have two guys out there trying to get theirs and the two guards, everybody else feasting off of it. So everybody they're out there playing almost a more tidied up version of the Houston Rockets. I'll never forget when uh Dinwiddie, when he, you know, when he was with Dallas, he was like, We can't lose to the Houston Rockets. Those guys are out there just they're doing stuff that they think is sweet will actually get you on the bench or cut in any other organization. Cause they're just out there running and gunning. Well, that's what the Atlanta Atlanta Hawks was trying to do. And if you have a bunch of guys that feel like I don't I'm going to get mine. I don't want to listen to the coach. let's not listen to the coach. Let's get ours. That's how a coach a great coach or like like Nate McMillan who has been a winner everywhere he's been as a coach mm-hmm. and he's a tough player. So he has the street cred or the you know the credentials as a player. He's worked his way up as far as being assistant coach to assistant head coach to head coach been successful. Playoff success, deep playoff success, and now they had a coach in the building, and they think they're going to get something more sweet. And then guess what's going to happen? It's going to be the same thing next year of not meeting expectation. So next year, or short shortly after that, won't be a coach leaving. It will be one of these players that we talked about, averaging double figures, that will be, you know, up there for or during the trade deadline before head or All Star break that's going to be traded. Or in a buyout situation, after the trade deadline, and then the team will slowly but surely start to dissipate and blow up.
2: Man, it is. It is. It's right there, and I sadly, it it becomes the difference between Trey Young becoming, you know, Steph Curry, or him becoming Brian uh, Russell Westbrook. Like that's he he's well, that's,
1: at, where, that's that's where he's at. Yeah, but but the but the thing is. He's playing an efficient game this year. Yeah, he's top three in every. He's top two in scoring, and he's leading the East in, in assists. Mm-hmm. He's actually taking his game to the another level. Yeah, but <laughs> Murray has been brought in. You see, this is the problem I think with with NBA franchises. Bringing Murray in is great because he's another talented player, but is it worth it? Considering you have the same type of player in the building, and will it mess up? the growth and the in the I guess career path of the of Trey Young, which will take Atlanta to places that you thought they would be or could be, right? Yep. So would you would would have been more, I guess I could say this, would have been better for you to bring in a Danny Green type of player or trade for a Danny Green type of player, right? That's not a A type of player. He's a he's a B player. He plays a role. He's good on defense. He's a good locker room. He's a good, you know, Robin to to Trey being Batman to fit him in there and be in that missing piece, right? Or like say like a Tobias Harris or somebody like that, right? Versus being Murray in there, where he's looking to come to Atlanta, getting out of San Antonio, looking at this is his opportunity to take over a franchise. You you know what I'm saying? So I I, I think it, it's it's it was a mishap in, in management. Look from Danny Ferry talking about. I don't know who he was talking about. He said he's got some African in him when he was talking about it, you know a uh, 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 NBA prospect. Which is a NBA. weird thing from
2: Danny What's since he's a DC kid. Like
1: Yeah, but he's not a DC, he's not a DC. Well, kid. he's a math he, kid, which you know, yeah, it's a little he, different. He, he, yeah, so he's 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 a different. He's DC by by uh well, address, but, but not by well, reality. Well, by but, his dad.
2: His dad's Bob Barry yeah. and and his Bob his dad his dad has been a leadership piece in the NBA, in, in the DMB for a long time. So, right. yeah, private it school was, kid. It,
1: was, it was just odd just because Danny played in the NBA. He knows better. But at the end of the day, from that to the mishaps and how they even handled, you know, Nate McMillan, remember when he took him on the deep playoff run, he still yeah. had the interim tag. They interviewed numerous coaches before they would actually give him a contract. It's always been a day late and dollar short. You know it's all great down there, Atlanta. When you have, you know, Goody Mob, Outkast, Ti, and all the you know, you know, people there, Chris court courtside. But reality is, you're messing up the the product on the floor. The same Trey Young that went up there and became Ice Trey when he had ice in his veins and was sending teams home. Yep. You're not even hearing anything about Trey Young right now.
2: No, no. On a
1: national level.
2: No. It's and quiet. he's having a phenomenal season. It's it's quiet. Uh, interesting times in Atlanta. They'll get one more shot to add another player, one more year, because Atlanta is a transient town. So if you don't, there's tons to do, and people don't always come to see the Atlanta team. Sometimes they'll come to see the opposing team. So they need to get it going. They need to get it going. Yeah. There's a lot of money in the space. Uh, Jay, I I want we'll it the break. I want to ask you this because uh, it looks kind of interesting if you pay attention to it. Um. Nebraska's seven and ten in the Big Ten. Oh yeah, that puts them. That puts them. They're still in the bottom four, but Wisconsin is seven and nine. Penn State seven and nine. Let's yeah. look at some schedules, shall we?
1: Oh, we right, we right in the driver's seat, baby. Yeah, them Hellcats, them Hellcats. We got, we got refuel.
2: Yeah, Them
1: Hellcats. They, they got to go up to the MPLS and represent at two thirty. So yeah, we're gonna look at this. We're coming back after the break.